Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my friends, wherever you might be. I hope that you are having a fantastic day, and a fantastic day in Clash of Clans. This is your host, Catfish, and I want to thank y'all for coming with me on this commute as we have another episode of Clashing in Traffic. So how is everybody's week going in Clash of Clans so far? Uh, so far for me, it, it's been a decent week. Um, we've been having clan games. I got that uh, finished out on the main account and plan to finish up some clan games on a couple of my other mini accounts uh, this evening before we hit the end of that. And uh, I do have a rather large announcement that's going to be coming up later. Uh, this announcement is going to be clan changing. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. I, I teased it a little bit on, on some of the discords. Um, I haven't really let on what it might be, but uh, it, it's, it's going to be fun. We're, we're going to put it that way. It is going to be fun. So we'll hit that by the end of the episode. Uh, but I do want to give a, a shout out. Uh, last week I asked everybody what you were seeing and what you were using as armies. Now that we have Town Hall 14 out. Uh, now that Town Hall 14 is there, we've got a few of us up in, in Legend League and we're hitting these baby town halls and some of these gemmed town halls where it's there's a huge power difference right now between those of us who are mostly free to play and those of us who have gemmed and uh, i do want to give a shout out to my man green arrow uh, i asked people what you were seeing and what you were using for us you know cheap to play players and, and he was the only dude that responded to me so thanks green arrow for that uh, looks like he's been using some sort of a a gobo Wii. Uh, with a quad quake and some supporting rages and whatnot, uh, and it seems to be doing well for him. He sent me some screenshots of some triples, so uh, good job, my man Green Arrow, uh, using that up here in Legend League. Uh, me, I, you know, I love my witches. Um, I, I usually am spamming those witches with whatever different type of support troop. Um, I'll use uh, last week, the beginning of this past week, I was using a lot of ice golems with them. Um, I've also love using them with the super giants. Uh, I hadn't I hadn't done that until recently, but saw uh, our dude Dressy uh, talking about them in, in the uh, Knights of Zion clan chat and, and, and how it can be just an overwhelming army by just spamming them there's guys that are trying to go out there and be strategic by placing a funnel which usually you have to do right even when you're spamming you got to create a little bit of a funnel but this super giant mass witch army it there's no funneling you just put them down there and lay them out in a line giants first witches second and they just wreck um Octoquake through the base, a couple little spells to uh, support things here and there, but yeah, that that was that was a pretty decent army there. But the last few days, like I said last week, uh, I have been using Inferno Dragons. Now, my first several days using Inferno Dragons, um, I, they didn't go so well. I ended up losing losing trophies. Now it was the end of the the Legend season. At the end of the Legend season is when the Tryhards come out. And try to push even higher i i'm not really trying to push that high i just like the loot that i get in legend league so that that's that's why i'm there as long as i'm staying in legend league i'm fine uh, every once in a while i'll try to push but me being a a cheap to play player um in the first season where we have a new town hall there, there's no real point for me to try to push 
uh, until I get all my heroes and everything maxed out, which at Town Hall 14 is going to be a while before we get all those heroes and all those pets maxed out if you're not buying a whole ton of gems. So it, it'll be a bit till I really try to push. Now, saying that, I did a little bit of pushing yesterday uh, just for the fun of it. So yesterday was the, the reset day for Legend League. Uh, and I had been, like I said, using the Inferno Dragons. They weren't working so well for me the first couple days. I went back, watched a few videos, um, some stuff from Corey, some stuff from Eric, uh, a couple other places, and realized that I was maybe being a little too strategic in setting my funnel and a little too spammy in getting my Inferno Dragons and balloons down. So what I'm doing is you take one Electro Dragon, uh, and, a, and a balloon or two just to make you know s search for any Sams uh, and you set him on a corner to take out whatever he can you pick the best corner for his chain lightning ability you let him go you, and you're dropping your king and your queen on an op on the other corner uh, to create a little bit of a funnel but you really only need to get a couple buildings down before you drop a line of five or six inferno dragons to get them locked onto individual buildings right because you don't you don't need a bunch of inferno dragons on trash buildings because once they bunch up you kind of lose some of the effect of their beam um, because you don't you don't need a whole bunch of them on, on little trash buildings so an individual dragon on that line of initial buildings on the outside then a row of oh 10 to 12 balloons whatever you've got with you then the rest of those Inferno Dragons, once that first row of trash buildings go down, Warden, probably going to need a Warden's early ability, because by this time, that first set of Eagle Artillery shots are coming, so you're going to want to make sure that you shave your Loons and your Inferno Dragons from those first couple sets. And at this point, depending on what type of base you've got, you're either going to send in a Blimp or a Stone Slammer. If you've got to get all the way across the base, I'm going to wait a little bit and send my blimp in. And yeah, this is one of those armies where despite what everybody might think in Legend League, where you're going to attack from the Town Hall side just to secure the Town Hall, this actually works better for me going across the base and hitting that Town Hall later. So I will send that wave of Inferno Dragons all the way, well, about halfway through the base, uh, maybe even having already popped the Warden's ability, but then I'll send the blimp in later with uh, some use a yeti bomb i've been using an ice golem pekka and giant um the yeti bomb works similarly but i kind of like having that ice golem in there so that if my inferno dragons are catching up with that blimp by the time the inferno by the time the ice golem dies the ice golem is now going to freeze out that town hall and whatever else might be around there uh, to help preserve my Inferno Dragon, so that, that's what I'm running, but a Yeti Bomb works almost just as well. It'll get the uh, Town Hall down faster, but you don't have some of that extra effect from the Ice Cold. Once I got to where I was getting my deployment on those down, the Inferno Dragons were working for me. So the last day of the season, I think I ended up with four triples but I had two singles because again, I'm coming across, I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting with how to get those town halls that are on the far side and what the best way to do that is. So I had a couple singles, um, like seriously, a 97% one star and I think the other was like an 88, 85% one star. So high one stars, but one stars nonetheless. Um, 
and, and I kind of figured out what I was doing wrong there, adjusted. So first day after league reset, I start off uh, with this army. I did one attack, it was like a 97% two star. Uh, pretty good for first attack of the league day. And then I remembered that my timer on my book of, or my hammer of building was about to be up so that I was going to be able to hammer my pet shop. I had already been able to hammer it up to level three. So I, I finally got my mighty yak, uh, and, and was using that for helping funnel with my king. I got yak on the king for now to help get through some walls. And I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit and I'll, I'll get my unicorn here. I've, I've never used it. And I can't believe I'm talking about getting a unicorn in Clash of Clans. What has this world come to? But anyway, uh, I waited a little bit before doing any more attacks. Uh, got that that hammer. Got my unicorn. Had a hammer of heroes, so I got the unicorn up another level uh, just to put a little more, a little more HP on it. Because the videos I have been seeing with the low-level unicorns, they they do look like they're pretty weak. So if they get caught up by a scatter shot, it's you know it's game over for the unicorn. So I got that. I decided to keep the unicorn on the warden for now. I know that's not the way everybody else is doing it, but I'm, I'm running an air attack. Uh, I'm not using healers, and, and healers on an air attack would only be working for the queen, right? You can't heal an air warden, but the unicorn can, and I thought, I'm, I'm going to try that. I like keeping the electro owl on the queen because they have a similar range, so the owl, I know that some like to use him on the warden, uh, but to me, he flies out in front of the warden and ends up getting hit. He's not a tanky troop. So I, I, I keep him with my queen to protect it a little bit. And I've got that healer on the warden. So first attack with my unicorn. Uh, I, it's my second attack of the league day. I have only taken one defense, and it was a one star. So I'm, I'm up on trophies already. I send that army in, and I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking, this is going to end up being a high percent two-star. Most of my army has died out. Most of my my, Electro, or my Inferno Dragons have all died out. Uh, the Queen is still holding on by a sliver of health. Thankfully, the King has about half health, and he's in front of her, so he's tanking. But I've got a section where there's a Ground Expo, a Multi-Inferno, and a Bomb Tower, and a, I think a Dub Cannon. And I'm thinking there's no way that my little half-health king is going to be able to get through enough walls to get over there in time to save the queen. Now, my warden, he's on air. All the other air troops have died, and warden's just doing what warden does, right? He's, he's in the core of the base. My king and queen are over at the 9 o'clock corner, and I need them to get all the way over to about 1 o'clock where this compartment is that has the rest of the, the major defenses. Warden's picking off little buildings here and there. But he's got that unicorn. He was down to a 1 HP, but he's got the unicorn on him. And now there's no more, there's there's no air targeting defenses close to him. So unicorn's doing her little thing, healing up the warden a little bit. King and queen get to in range of that ground expo and trying to bash through some high-level walls. They die. So now it's my unicorn and a warden just sitting there plugging away. Thankfully, this is the only time I'm ever happy about the warden being stuck on a storage in the core. He's sitting there blasting away at that storage. 
and the unicorn's healing him up. He steps around, picks off that ground targeting expo right before a couple of the barbarians that are left over from the king's ability step up and tank the only air targeting defense there was like one archer tower other than this multi inferno they tank that warden takes down the uh the archer tower takes out the dub cannon takes out the bomb tower and now he's got to step up to this multi-targeting inferno and the unicorn on the warden has healed him up enough to where he blasts through that multi-inferno and pulls home the triple like all right y'all second attack of the league day i'm up to like oh it was like 70 trophies at this point right because i had that that high percent two star let's get you about 30 i now got a triple and i've only taken third minus 13 cups on defense let's pop a boost and see what we can do so i pop a boost and continue throughout the rest of the morning doing some attacks had about half the attacks end up being triples the other half were very high percent two stars didn't end up doing any stupid things ended up with singles missing the town hall i pushed up as high as number 13 in the u.s and i was in top 500 global i'm like that's not bad for a pleb catfish like me to be able to push up that high yes it's the first day of the season i had only taken one defense and it was a one star so i dropped like a rock after that but i still posted those screenshots in, in, in discord in uh the clan discord and a couple others was like feeling all high and mighty and then our dude crackers crackers y'all have heard me talk about in the past he is always our number one guy when it comes to sccwl crackers spent the last couple weeks out learning from some pros in in a push clan getting some better strategy and learning from some things. And he'll be back uh, in a couple days to help us now uh, with the SECWLs coming back up. Crackers posts a screenshot of his account as it is currently listed as number one in global. I'm like, bro, come on, man. You, you just had to do that. <laughs> Crackers had a perfect day all eight triples first day of the season before he took a defense and got himself listed as number one global for at least a short period of time so congratulations crackers uh, i have to go check him out and see where he ended up after he started taking some defenses but yeah we had one of our dudes sitting number one global at least for a tiny bit of time so that's that's pretty cool to me uh, i was happy with 13 in the u.s uh but homeboy yeah he's the guy we call the goat in knights of zion he, uh, he rocked it out there for a little bit. So what else do we got going on? I mentioned clan games, y'all. Uh, I, I kind of figured that we were going to get the rewards that we did. I was hoping for maybe one other reward. But I knew, for whatever reason, we were going to have a book of building in clan games this month. Uh, I think that's what a lot of us were hoping for. But I was kind of hoping they'd do a book of building and a book of heroes. You know, that'd be kind of sweet, Supercell. But, you know, they don't, they don't typically do that. Uh, but that book of building is going to come in handy. Probably going to end up using that to get my Giga Inferno on my Town Hall 14 up to level 3. Uh, so I can add that as a defense. Um, which brings up another debate that I'll get to in a moment. But the other things from clan games that I think I'm going to end up taking. Obviously the book of building. As a dude that's trying to farm up his Town Hall 14 and get it to actually being a... A, a real Town Hall 14, probably grab the uh, Builder Potions too. Um, 
and likely the research potion to help up the little bit of research. But you know what? I don't think I actually need the research potion. There's not much left in my lab that I'm really concerned about speeding up. So maybe we'll skip that one. Uh, maybe get some wall rings. Uh, and a training potion, absolutely. Because right now I've got to either use gems or CWL medals on training potions. And I'm running low on gems, y'all. I, I unlocked my last uh, war base slot, which cut out a lot of gems. Um, so I'm using what little bit of gems I have left for donos, but maybe I'll grab that 100 gems to, uh, to help me out. And then I've got to decide, I think I'm going to take that Rune of Elixir, because you always need Elixir, right? Now, I'm, I'm ending up being full on Elixir before I can spend it because of the war I'm sitting in Legend. I always fill up my storages before I can spend it, but it never hurts to have that, that extra rune of Elixir sitting in your back pocket uh, for when you have more than one builder come available at the same time and you need to be able to fill stuff up. So probably pick up that rune of Elixir. Now, this debate that I'm talking about, for those of you who maxed out your town all 13s or essentially maxed it maybe you didn't get all your walls done which do you feel is a higher priority to upgrade when you get to town all 14 your inferno towers or your scatter shots now i know that scatter shot was the signature defense of town all 13 town all 14 doesn't have well its signature defense is, is the builder huts right but those don't provide as much dps um, as some of these bigger things. The big thing about the upgrading upgrading your Inferno Tower only really benefits you if you're using multis, and that's because the newer level of the Inferno Tower adds that sixth beam. So by the time you add up the increased DPS per beam and then also add a sixth beam, the DPS that you're getting from the maxed out inferno towers is far greater than the dps that's added by the scatter shots so i i chose the inferno towers uh, i have three of them going right now so they'll be they'll be to max level once those builders are done because they dog on it with the even with the builder reduction uh because of the gold pass it still takes over two weeks to upgrade an inferno tower so they're going to be they're going to be building for a while, uh, but when those are done, maybe I will start to work on the scatter shots next. I uh, got to get those core defenses up, uh, and by the core defenses, I'm talking the scatter shots, the eagle, the inferno towers, and even your your giga inferno in your town hall. Uh, once those are up, then you know you really start to feel like a real town hall 14. Until then, uh, you're, you're 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 kind of a, a, a town hall 13 defensively. With Town Hall 14 troops, we, we, we had a debate in the Knights of Zion Discord about does a new Town Hall 14, even if you were completely maxed in Town Hall 13, if you upgrade to Town Hall 14 and you've only really upgraded a couple little things, like maybe you got your Builder Huts to level 2, like me, uh, maybe you've got the new traps placed, like me, and the new walls placed, again like me but you don't really have any of the upgraded core defenses if somebody who gemmed their town hall 14 or even somebody who's sitting at, at max town hall 14 offense or near max offense is it considered a dip for 
a Town Hall 14 with higher level offense to attack a newer Town Hall 14 who doesn't have the upgraded defense. Uh, some in the league community say it's considered a dip, but we know that the vast majority of Clash of Clans players are not playing in pro leagues. Uh, most of us are, are filthy casuals. Uh, most of them aren't Town Hall 14s, though. <laughs> so, what do y'all think? Is it a dip for a guy with higher level Town Hall 14 offense to attack a guy with Town Hall 14 but hasn't upgraded many of the core defenses yet. I, I'm not sure where I sit on that. Um, I don't think it would technically be a dip, but if you're talking in all Town Hall 14 war, then, then perhaps it is. Maybe the guys higher on the ladder should be attacking the guys higher on the ladder. Now, I, I tend to spend most of my time here talking about Knights of Zion, and that's, that's kind of on purpose. Uh, I started this podcast, one, because, you know, I had a bunch of friends who were doing podcasts. Uh, I had some free time when I'm driving to and from work and thought, what the heck, I'll try it. But two, I wanted to highlight my clan. I wanted to use it as a recruiting opportunity for my clan. So yeah, y'all are listening to a big giant commercial about Knights of Zion. And you're, I know what you're thinking. Saying, Catfish, you have a YouTuber with half a million subscribers in your clan. Why do you need to promote your clan in a podcast that gets listened to by just a few folks? Well, here's here's what I've come to, 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 to find out. Uh, and it was highlighted in that pods and rec war that we had. You see, everybody watches YouTube. Every little nine-year-old on up watches YouTube. And my dude Klaus, because of the way he does his channel... Uh, and tries to keep everything family friendly. He has a lot of a lot of young viewers that watch him. And then he has his while he does not <laughs> promote rushing, he kind of caved to his audience and he has this rush to max series where he's rushing an account all the way up and then he's gonna try to fix the rush uh, with everybody watching. So he's got a lot of folks who watch him and who are fans who want to be in his clan who don't necessarily meet the standards that we're looking for in Knights of Zion. The thing is, people who play Clash of Clans and who take the time to listen to a podcast about Clash of Clans, I have found there's a higher ratio of those folks who are pretty serious about the game. They they take their, their upgrading seriously. They take their warring more seriously. We have done subscriber and viewer um, wars with the Klaus family and if you think that the podcast war that we had a week or two ago was hurting cats you should try it with a youtuber clan with half a million subscribers where he's trying to do a friendly war of 50 v 50 and get everybody to get into the right clan uh, to try to even things up and put people in the right places it's absolutely insane because you have people from Town Hall 4 on up, you've got guys that are at Town Hall 12, but they have Town Hall 6 defenses. It's crazy. We didn't have a lot of that in the podcast war. So I'm thinking, you guys in the podcast community are a little bit better, at least in the in the ratio of, of good players to bad players, uh, a little bit better than the YouTube community. So yeah, that's why you got to listen to my commercials about Knights of Zion. Sorry, 
but I'm impressed with the way that y'all play, so thank you for being awesome. Now let's take a little bit of a break from talking about KOZ for just a moment, and let me highlight let me highlight a little bit lower clan that we talk about. The COTP plebs, Clash on the Potty plebs. We started this clan, uh, Tribe of Judah, uh, it was kind of his idea to, to start a clan of all the new accounts. A bunch of us started new accounts about the same time in January. And we, we wanted to, let's let's grow this up together, right? And I have, I have mentioned in the past how we don't have a perfect war record because it's not all green, but we have never lost a war. We have either won or we have ended in a draw because both clans ended up getting perfect, 100% destruction, all three stars. And we're continuing that streak. We're now 20 wars in, and COTP plebs have gotten 100% destruction, 100% triples, in 10 of those 20 wars. Half of our wars have been perfects. Now, when we started off, it was all a bunch of like Town Hall 4s and 5s, but we're working up. Most of us now, we're at the Town Hall 8 level. Uh, we've got a, a few 7s and 6s. We've got, I think, three guys that have pushed up to 9. Um, maybe a little too early for my liking, but, eh, you know, it'll, it'll work. But we're still perfect in war. Uh, we, we've had a war win streak of eight, and we're looking to continue that streak going on. Uh, with SCCWL coming up, we started off when we, the very first CWL we did, uh, we were bronze two. We took first place there, moved up to bronze one. We took second place in, in bronze one. Uh, ended up in Silver 3, we won Silver 3, so now we're in Silver 2, and I think this might be where it starts to get a little bit more difficult for us, but I'm pretty sure that the plebs are still going to end up promoting one more time. Uh, so I, I want to thank all you guys, um, it's almost all of us that are in that in that clan are from the the uh, podcast community and we're having a good time there we've got some great attackers we're not really wanting to be tryhards but man when you've got so many good attackers that are that are relearning how to attack a town all seven town all eight town all nine it, it's just been a blast so thank you guys for coming out to that if anybody else would like to join we are taking at this point you've got to be lower than our highest guy so i don't want to bring any new accounts in that are higher than our homegrown guys so we've got some new town all nines so right now i'm, I'm capping it at town all eight uh, and i think the lowest we're going to go right now is town all six so town all six seven eight or maybe brand new town all nine uh we're recruiting those would love to see you come out and join us uh and maybe help us make a push for an even longer war win streak now the other clan that I've got going on right now, we have one called Podcast Deuces. Podcast Deuces is for Town Hall 2s. Uh, when we had that Hammer Jam event, you could actually unlock or rebuild your clan castle at Town Hall 2. Uh, we've got like eight Town Hall 2s in the clan right now. We've done a few wars. Um, Town Hall 2 versus Town Hall 2 war, if you are limiting it to only Town Hall 2 troops in clan castles, no higher dono troops, and it's it's all level one clans. That is the hardest war we have ever done. Uh, we've got in our clan description that we're only going to use Town Hall 2 troops, uh, but unfortunately, some of the enemy clans kind of cheat and use higher Town Hall CC donos. Uh, hold on just one moment, y'all. Good morning. All right, thank you too.
And another shout out to the security guards at my place of work, uh, keeping us all safe from the crazies out there. So yeah, the, the Town Hall 2 versus Town Hall 2 war is nuts because all you have is barbarians, archers, goblins, and giants. And they're all level one. Now, all you have to get through is two cannons and an archer tower, but man, it is absolutely nuts to see how a a defending clan castle full of anybody want to take guesses what what tends to wreck people when it's town hall two versus town hall two in the in the defending clan castle it's goblins y'all a clan castle full of stupid goblins will destroy your entire attack they're so tiny you know they don't have a whole lot of of dps individually but when 10 of them come out and they just start going at you um they they while they do have quite a bit of dps they don't have a lot of hit points to defend themselves but it doesn't matter those dudes come out of the clan castle and it's it's usually it's done so uh this town hall 2 versus town hall 2 war stuff is is kind of difficult uh, if you have a town hall 2 out there and you'd, you'd like to come visit us and, and see uh, go ahead and search for podcast deuces and uh, we'll let you in there we'll do some wars now what i say in the clan description is we will use only town hall 2 troops in our clan castles Unless the enemy clan cheats first. Uh, if what ends up happening is they'll have only Town Hall 2s in the clan, and then when they go to attack, they bring in somebody, and they end up having hogs or level 4 balloons in their clan castle, and there's no way that a Town Hall 2 can defend against even just two hogs or balloons. Uh, as long as there's not a bunch of archers in the defending clan castle, um, the balloons are going to wreck it. So if that happens, uh, yeah, I bring the main account over and, and we do the same thing. I'll throw a baby dragon or some loons or, or some hogs in and we'll, we'll even up the score. But what we really like to see is some even Town Hall 2 versus Town Hall 2 action. Uh, which thankfully, today we've got a war spun and we actually did get matched up with a clan that looks like they're about the same. They have all Town Hall 2s in there uh, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see if they try to cheat. Um, but hopefully not. Hopefully we'll have some good Town Hall 2 level 4 action going on there. Alright, so now that I have driven through the gate at work, uh, we're going to take a quick break. For y'all, it's just going to be this nice little easy segment transition. For me, it's going to be a couple hours in a meeting at work. And then uh, you will pick up after I'm done with all that as I'm driving either to lunch or to home. So you will see me in about, oh, half a second. I will see y'all in a couple hours. Woo! Okay, y'all. That was a, a long half a second there for you, wasn't it? Uh, but it's been a little bit for me. Um, finished up the meeting at work that I had to sit through, and now I'm uh, about to head on over grab a bite for lunch before heading back to the office yet again. So let's continue on. Um, the only thing that... Uh, got me through this last little bit of time sitting through some of these these meetings was my good old trusty cup of coffee um so let's take a moment and talk about my favorite beverage <laughs> and what could potentially be who knows one day uh what i end up doing for a living we'll, we'll see maybe one of these days wifey and i'll be able to open up a cafe somewhere that that would be the dream to uh be able to just work with her do what we want and and, and not report to anybody else. But until then, I'll keep driving on into this this office and, and doing what the man needs to get done.
uh, today, I brewed up a uh, brewed up a cup of coffee. Uh, the beans were roasted by my friend Luke, who owns High Bank Coffee uh, up in uh, Michigan. Uh, I can't believe I said that word. I hate that word. Y'all who know me on the Klaus Gaming Discord and and some of the other discords know that I am a native of the great state of Ohio, and we we think of that word of that state up north as, as being a dirty word. Try not to say it. But anyway, my buddy Luke owns a roaster up there and uh, makes some pretty dang good beans. Uh, so today. I brewed up a Colombia Salado Blanco uh, that he roasted and, and, sent, and sent to me. It's a Pacamara variety of, uh, of the coffee beans. Tasting notes on it are marmalade, mandarin, and peony. Um, now, when 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 coffee grows, it, it grows like kind of like a cherry does, but in, in clusters. Uh, so it, it it's this fruit. That the middle of the fruit is is a seed, and that seed is what you uh, refer to as a coffee bean. No, it's it's not actually a bean. It's a seed from a pit inside of a fruit. Uh, and they, like I said, they grow like cherries. They have they have a fruit on the outside of them. If you've ever gone to some place and have seen the word cascara, um, that refers to some of the the pulp from the fruit and the things that can be done with uh, that, that fruit pulp. So coffee is a fruit. So when you go to these places that have fancy third wave coffee or specialty coffee, and you see these notes on the bottom of it about tasting notes, and I'm not talking about added flavors, I'm talking about tasting notes. It's about the fruit that comes through when you have beans that are grown right, that are expertly roasted and then brewed up in a way that highlights the natural fruitiness of the coffee. So, yeah, there's coffee that you can get at a gas station that's going to taste like coffee. It's probably going to be roasted darker so that all you're tasting is the more of the, the charred notes from over-roasting the coffee, but that, that provides you with more of a consistent flavor. The lighter roasts are going to highlight more of the good natural flavors from the fruit that is the coffee and it may not taste like what you're used to from your gas station or from your Keurig and it's definitely not going to taste like what you're used to from the big stores like the Starbs or the Dunkins or the other big brands that are out there that are that are more what we refer to as the second wave of coffee but again this isn't a podcast about coffee well maybe a little bit but when you brew these up and you see these tasting notes, I can I can smell that that peony, that that spring flower that uh, Luke is talking about in his tasting notes. And if it's brewed properly, you almost get more of a, a thick mouth feel, which which evokes that marmalade note, and then a lot of the citrus from the mandarin. Again, marmalade being usually made from citrus, and then mandarin being a, a type of citrus fruit. Uh, it's it's going to have has a little bit more acid acidity to it than some standard coffees, but I like that. Uh, I think that this, thank you. I think this particular coffee bean is most well suited for brewing in an AeroPress. Uh, if, if you if you don't know what an AeroPress is, you can you can Google that. But it's just one one brewer that can be used for making good coffee. Uh, but this morning I brewed it up on my Hario 
V60 in a pour over method and uh, it's still pretty dang good y'all so thanks to my my cup of coffee for getting me through this meeting and now let's talk about this announcement that I have um, I, I've teased that I have a legendary or epic announcement and we're, we're gonna get to that uh, part of that announcement this isn't the legendary part but part of that announcement is that yet again my friends over at the clash files are hosting an event so they have two events right now that are planned in their discord server so uh, discord.gg slash clash files uh, and look for some of the events things that they have going on they have separate channels for each of the events for signing up if you're curious or not sure where they're at uh, just ask in main chat and they, they will point you in the right direction but they have events for all town hall levels particularly one that they're calling 99 e-dragloons now 99 e-dragloons uh, is going to be in all air war it's open to any town hall level but it's probably only going to work if you um if you actually have a town hall with air troops so unfortunately i'm not going to be bringing my overpowered town hall twos into the 99 e-dragloon war uh with the clash files <laughs> because uh, i can't make my own my own air armies even though you know a, a couple a couple balloons in the cc at town hall two would wreck another town hall two it's not really going to do much against anybody else now this event while it is being hosted by the clash files uh there's actually two different team captains who while they're they're part of the the clash files larger community and part of the the podcast community as a whole the uh the hosts are going to be drake from the classroom and um shoot i don't remember the other guy's name um he, he also hosts a podcast. Man, this sucks. He's been in clans with me for years, and I can't think of what his name is. That's crazy. Um, I, I don't know why that's happening. But I guess that's Karma or something, because he, he forgot Miss P's name in his podcast, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, but anyway, we're going to have two team captains, just like we did with the, uh, the last big war that we had. And um, it's again, it's going to be an all-air army war. Now, the way that they're doing it is they're going to put your uh, name into a random army generator, and you're going to get told which type of army that you are going to use in your attack. So that's it's going to be interesting. You're not going to be building your own. You're going to be, you know, being told what kind of army to use. It's going to be all air, uh, or at least got to be air focused right I, I we'll, we'll find out what the more fine details of that are going to be when we get there but 99 e-dragloons is the name of that event so go check it out uh and and you can either be i believe the names of the teams one of them's team airheads and that's the guy dang it i wish i could remember what his name is does anybody know what the guy's name is all right here we go this is what we're going to do we're going to have a little contest, and this is the epic announcement portion of the episode. We're going to have a little contest here um, between Miss P and what's-his-name. Now, here's the terms of this contest. It's going to be the first person between Miss P and what's-his-name to DM me on Discord and remind me about what's-his-name's real name. If Miss P wins, 
then what's his name is going to be booted from his current clan, which is Eden's Edge. Oh yeah, that's part of the uh, the Klaus family of clans. Uh, it's the the feeder clan up to Knights of Zion. If Miss P DMs me first, then what's his name is going to get booted from the clan. If what's his name DMs me first, reminding me of what his name is and how much he uh, he really enjoys Miss P as a team captain on the the pods and recreation war, then what's his name is going to become the newest co-leader of Eden's Edge. Yeah, you you heard that right. If you DM me first, you get promoted to co-leader in Eden's Edge. And we've already run this by Big D and Trent. So this is not just some sort of scam, buddy. Uh, This is for real. I hope that you're listening. I hope that that you'll be fast and that you'll be able to get to me and become the newest co-leader in Eden's Edge. Miss P, you hold this young Clasher's future in the palm of your hands. Miss P has been one of the first people to DM me after posting episodes in the past uh, and thanking me for shout outs and, and just, you know, being good encouragement and whatnot. So she is pretty quick on the trigger. So you hold what's his name's future in your hands. Uh, best of luck to both of you. And uh, we will talk about the results of this contest in next week's episode. And I'm sure we'll see the results of it somewhere in Discord uh, pretty soon. That is going to do it for me today. Um, Let's get out there and finish up these clan games, guys. I know we got some folks that are working hard in many, many different clans to get these done. And next week we will probably be talking about what's coming up with SCCWL. Uh, If you do not have a good clan yet for SCCWL, then get out there and start looking, guys. Head into one of your favorite YouTubers, uh, Discord servers, and look for their clan promotion section. Uh, there's a lot of people that are on there right now who are trying to recruit good clans. Uh, if you're going to be looking for a clan in one of those Discord servers, be sure that you take a good screenshot showing what your base looks like and what your troop levels are, and and don't make your post 12 paragraphs long. Just be like, look, I'm a town hall, whatever. Here's a picture of my base, here's a picture of my profile that shows my troop levels and my hero levels, and I am looking for a clan. Don't get too long-winded, because when I'm looking through those things, looking for people, and I see somebody all long-winded about, here's what I need, I require that you be a, you know, master level this for CWL, and that you donate within five seconds of me requesting for troops, sorry, you're not going to get asked to join my clans. Uh, If you happen to be a non-rushed Town Hall 14 and you're looking for a clan for SCCWL, hit me up in Knights of Zion. Uh, We are looking right now. SCCWL for Knights of Zion is going to be Town Hall 14 only. Uh, We are likely going to be sending the Town Hall 13s down to Eden's Edge uh, because we have enough Town Hall 14s to fill our Champions 3 roster of 15v15. But we can always use some more. So if you have a Town Hall 14 that's non-rushed, go ahead and look us up. If you have a Town Hall 11, 12, or 13 that's non-rushed, we might be able to find a spot for you in Eden's Edge. So head on over to the Klaus Gaming Discord, look for the channel that says Apply to KOZ, and follow the directions there for applying. But again, we do not accept anybody who has a rushed account. Uh, We might allow some rushed walls, And on occasion, there might be somebody with one spell that's slightly rushed that we might let in. But don't don't come in there with 
we have a guy that just recently applied with 12 different things in his lab that are rushed. Sorry, that's that's just not going to happen. But we do have openings there for CWL. If you uh, if you're in the mid tier, a uh, probably Town Hall nine or higher. Uh, Guild of Grace, my old clan family, I'm sure they've got some spaces that they would be willing to uh, let some good folks come in there. Uh, Guild of Grace is a clan that they, they do um, they do want you to be a Christian when you apply. And the leaders over there are pretty uh, reject happy if they see a generic request to join that just says, I'd like to join your clan. You're, you're going to get a rejection. Uh, so, if you would like to join the clan, I suggest that you type something like Sola Deo Gloria in your request. If you know what that means and have used that in regular conversation, then Guild of Grace is probably a place that you would like to be. Uh, those are the types of folks that are in that clan uh, that, that use that type of language on a regular basis. Uh, so if you know what that is and uh, want to be around some other folks who do, go ahead and apply to Guild of Grace. Uh, but again, there's a ton of good clans out there and clans who, yes, they are still looking for some people for SECWL. So find you a spot now so that you can get on a roster. And I wish you the best when we do have CWL coming up. Uh, so that's going to be it for me today. Uh, again, my name's Catfish. Thanks for joining me on my commute uh, and for riding along with me while I'm clashing in traffic. Be safe. Have a good week. And have fun playing in traffic. 99 e-dragloons floating in the summer sky. Panic bells, it's red alert. There's something here from somewhere else. The eagle artillery springs to life, opens up one eager eye, focuses it on the sky. When 99 e-dragloons go by.